Welcome back, team. This is the second episode of season two, not that it matters, of Just Say No from the No Sports podcast, where I sit down with some of my favorite people. We talk about sports and why they are important to us. Today, I'm super excited to sit down with a good buddy of mine. He's actually in a Pelicans group. I'm excited to talk about uh, that with him. We're in a ticket group together. Um, But he is the co-founder of Big Couch, co-runner, co CEO and uh genuine genuinely all around swell guy. You can catch him all around New Orleans doing comedy and improv. He's been in a ton of shows and festivals. Uh thank you for joining me today, Scott Anderson. Yeah, man. Thanks. I'm uh very excited. Um, yeah, I mean, as soon as you sent an invite to talk like sports and sports love, I was like, this is perfect because uh I've got it. <laughs> Well, uh, when, one of the things when I, I kind of started this podcast up was like, who who am I going to talk to about sports? I mean, obviously, I don't really have not not to diminish my any of my friendships or anything, but like I don't have like friends that are professional athletes or uh, not. Even, I think I only know a couple people who actually work loosely affiliated with any sports team. Um, so like the goal of it was kind of just talk to like the, the everyday people, the, the fans that, that actually yep. make sports go. Sports wouldn't happen without fans, right? That's right. That's right. We uh, we pay their salary yeah, uh, so in the end. We are the most important part of the whole sports right. conversation. So I'm going We're straight the to the Yeah, yeah. I'm going straight to the source here. Um, yeah. So that's kind of the goal. So I guess I'm going to ask you what I ask all my guests. Um, what are sports? Yeah, man. That's a really, yeah, I mean, like, right? So, man, I grew up in it. I was all about sport the sports um so for me it was it was a big part of my life and for me like in a current state it's just about there's and you know we can dive into however but like it's about like i love the competition and i love the story um between two people two teams or two right or whoever it is right it's the story because there's always history with with the with with programs or individuals that are that are that are playing or competing right and that's what always involves and gets me right i can i can literally if it's got meaning to a game or an event i can just about always watch because if it's got meaning then it's just like there's a story behind it and there's there's just so much there that like i will get behind it oh dude hell, hell yes dude i we've i've had this i've obviously asked this question to a bunch of all my guests i believe and um i think generally speaking we come to the like the whole it's just kind of like a release for our tribalistic instincts um but i've i've never really heard someone focus in on the story aspect of that so that's that's hella cool, man. I love that perspective. I'm excited to kind of explore into that. Yeah. So you're all about the story. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think there's a lot, there's a lot into it, right? I mean, you take any, any event, right. And you take, uh, we take a, like a local team. Let's take, we'll talk about the New Orleans Pelicans and I can talk about it for, for years, right. There's a story that's leading up to it, right. There's a history to get to this point that, that without that history, we're at this point in this tension that's just ready to explode because we're all so excited because we've been through so much, right? Yeah. And we've watched the team so much. And there's and there's Anthony Davis that we all don't like. And there's a history behind that, right? There's always this story. So when the Lakers play the Pelicans, there's this immense story and build up to that that makes it important, right? And that's where it comes to that 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 head of like, and this is this is our this is like it's like a um, um a so opera or uh or you're right it's it's one of those things but in real time dude i love that man that's 
I've, I genuinely have never really, I, I, it's got to, it's always in the back of my mind. What you're saying, obviously we're all like mm-hmm. cognizant of it. Like there is a story going on here. There there's people involved. So obviously there's a history, um, but I, I never, I guess, appreciated sports from the perspective of like, Oh, just the story. I, I guess I always selfishly saw it as like an outlet for my own uh, primal urges, but fuck. Yeah, that's a cool. So let's, let's start with your story with sports. So y- you grew up in the area, correct? Well, I grew up, I'm from Mississippi originally, Jackson, okay. Mississippi. Yeah. So, I mean, not far, two and a half hour drive, but we would come down. Uh, I come down to New Orleans a bit. And the thing about Jackson is Jackson wants to be like, Jackson looks up to New Orleans as if it's like an older brother, <laughs> right? Jackson's like, Same with Baton Rouge, uh, like, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Real similar. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just like, it's like, oh, we, we want, we want that. Right. So mm-hmm. growing up, like the saints were huge are, are still huge in Jackson. Right. And so like, I grew up with the new Orleans saints because two and a half hours, right. Those are the games that we get, we would go to. And so, yeah, Jackson is, uh, wants to like love new Orleans and like cuisine kind of flows that way right because it's, <laughs> yeah. it's literally only two and a half hours away right so so some of the new orleans cuisine ish stuff kind of floats that way well for sure i'm from monroe um originally and i have family in jackson so i'm definitely familiar with that area uh, i did not know that uh the the saints presence was so so i mean i guess i'd go figure since it is so close it is a technically i guess the closest football team to there but um so i guess were, were your fans or, i'm sorry were your parents <laughs> a fan of the saints obviously and were they a fan of any of like the local colleges because i know you got like old miss and mississippi state really to choose from kind of in that area yeah then again like that goes back to like my grandparents and so like anytime i would go to my grandparents house they would have sports on and not necessarily like any sport so like my my grandfather played played golf and was out in the golf course. He went through World War II. Um, he got uh, a purple star and had and had to learn how to play golf left-handed with half an arm, like missing, Holy right? Shit. He would play like this. And so he would go out and play. And so I would go out and play golf with him every time I was up there, right? And every time we would go on the TV, there would be some sporting event, whether it's um, college uh, college basketball or, or the Memphis Grizzlies were big because they're North Mississippi. So Memphis Grizzlies were actually on a lot or Memphis Titans. The, the, the college team uh, was really big. But then my family all went to like between Mississippi State and Ole Miss. A lot of them went to Mississippi State. My uncle actually played football at Mississippi State many, 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 many years ago. Um, a couple of them. And then I had an uncle who actually coached at Itawamba Community College um, and coached Joe Horn like a long time ago. Right. So like like. Yeah. So like there's there's legends down there. You know, I mean, it's it's all part of it. Right. So your family's just been in the thick of it. They are just general sports consumers like they they are latching their lives into sports in multiple Correct. ways, which is really cool. Um, You, uh, you remember like Charlie Davis, right? Um, yeah. Uh, it yeah. was fun talking to him. He his family actually passed uh, through Mississippi area in the uh, Ole Miss. Uh, his parents yeah. worked there. And so he like like deuce McAllister was like his babysitter or something yeah, <laughs> it's, it's unreal a, right it's crazy in the south like how yeah. ingrained your family and you can be yeah. kind of up to you um so i guess you obviously carried on the torch i mean uh that was passed from your grandparents so always mm-hmm. having it on and i'm assuming that clearly made it down to you either we, your parents i'm gonna assume your parents were fans correct Oh yeah. Yeah. My, well, my, my mom, a big fan, my dad, a big fan, they all played. And so my mom and my dad both 
both played sports, high school sports and college sports. Um, and, sports. and we're usually pretty good. And they were they were pretty good at it. So athletic you know, people. Yeah, they were they were fairly yes, they were fairly athletic folk. Um well, it so, makes it yeah. much easier to enjoy a sport that you can like say, Oh, I could probably I can get out there and do that. Well, <laughs> uh, I, I brought professionals, that's a dream, right? But I can get yeah, out yeah. there and no, well, I, I guess um it, I, you, you spoke of golf and like that is one of those things where like a kid can go play with his grandpa. You can't exactly right. go play grandpa and like basketball unless y'all are both like well versed in basketball. Yeah. That's right. That's exactly right. Yeah. And we would spend, we spent a lot of time on the golf course. Okay. So uh, as a kid, you were just uh, surrounded by general sports fandom, I guess, more influenced by like the proximity to the colleges and teams that were mm-hmm. like broadcasting near you and that your family was involved in. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. And you played golf. Did you play any other sport coming up? Yeah. Yeah. Soccer was my biggest sport. Um, I'm, I'm not a big guy. Um, uh, and so like, <laughs> I never, I'm not a big guy. voice on the podcast, you know, you know. Um, and so like, I never, I didn't lean towards like, I liked watching football, but football, I was like, I'm never going to play football and they're going to kill me. Um, right. Like, and you could have been a kicker. I mean, a lot of soccer I could players have. did. I could have, but I mean, like once I got on this, you know, once my, my little ADHD, uh, you know, five, five-year-old brain went out to play soccer. It was like, it was over. Like I was just out there and I was out there every day, all day playing soccer and played a little bit of baseball, but mostly like soccer growing up. Like that was my, that was my sport okay. and golf, like between the two soccer and golf. And I did run some cross country in high school, but most of that was just to train for soccer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I definitely knew some kids who did like cross country in the off season to keep up with the sports that they actually mm-hmm. wanted to win. <laughs> yep. Um, so did you, uh, did you participate in soccer because you just really love sports or like, were you attracted to the team or did you have like friends that you wanted to hang out with? Cause, uh, that, that directs a lot of people. One of those yeah. few things. Yeah. I mean, that's a, that's a real good point. I guess I made, I made friends through it, you know? Okay. Um, and so, and I mean, in fact, like my, like I would meet, uh, I met a kid through my mom's work at the time who, um, was playing soccer. And so I was playing at the YMCA at the time. And my, this kid that I met was actually, um, he, he, his, his parents were deaf. So they worked, he was at the Mississippi school for the deaf and my mom worked up there. And so I would go and hang out with them. And I met this kid and he, and he played soccer at this other league, which was, uh, it's probably still called NASO. It's Northeast Jackson soccer association. <laughs> um, and so like he was playing over there, which to me was like the big time, right? Like I was playing at this little YMCA and they were like in this big, and, I, and he was like, All you stars, should play baby. over here. Yeah. And so then I started, like, I followed, him over and I, I joined his team and was playing and then that would that let, led me on to more stuff so yeah I mean like and then throughout my soccer career right like I would meet in each year new people and and there was you know there was a group of, of kids that you would grow up with that like you would you look back now right you get together with your parents and your mom or whoever and you're talking about like oh I saw this person the other day and most of the time it's like this person you remember you know played soccer with or whatever right so it's mm-hmm. like it's a whole it's a whole like little soccer family that you kind of grew up with. Well, that's that's neat that you kind of found a community through a sport. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of people um, sports are more like a, an ends to a means to uh, like solidify a current community. If, if I'm phrasing mm-hmm. that appropriately, like I would there are sports I played strictly because, you know, my friends were playing them. Yeah. And then there were sports that I actually enjoyed that, like I did find friends through. Um, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, I don't think 
I don't know if I could say like, I, I know I remember or hang out with any of the people I was on a team with, but like, Oh, there's, there's most absolutely a brotherhood, I guess, you know, yeah. any of those people could call me up and I'd love to hang out with them and catch up and have them on my podcast or some shit. Yeah. That may be pretty interesting, right? You talk to somebody you played little league ball with or whatever, and Ooh. you know, hadn't spoken to them in a long time. And it's like, man, like, cause it, cause yeah, like I remember like some of those little league teams that I was on those baseball teams were some, some fond memories of like, playing baseball and 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 some of those kids became like really really good friends from playing baseball and the fact and the way that i got into that also like i had a friend that used to come over and he was coming over and he's like i'm headed to baseball practice and then his mom came to pick me up and they were like do you want to go and i'm like and my mom was like sure go ahead and so i went and i played around and the coach was like hey we want this kid to play third base (laughs) oh nice Okay. I mean, you know, we were like eight years old, right? Yeah. So I mean, they were like, just trying to fill a position to get the yeah, team. Probably, like, yeah, probably. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Fill a position or whatever it is. Right. But like, you know, but I guess I did okay where he was like, yeah, come play. I don't know. So, yeah. Well, that's, that's dope, man. Um, So I guess you carried soccer being your sport. You, you mm. played peewee, obviously. Uh, did you play for like your high school team? Yeah. Yeah. I played for high school. Um, I didn't really do college ball. Um, and no intramural yeah. stuff. Yeah. I did intramural stuff. Oh, okay. um, yeah. So my, my high school and I was in high school and I was doing league stuff. So I, I was, I did not do um, like they have like the select teams, right. And all those like mm-hmm. the upper echelon teams where you try out for, and I never, I was so great. I was asked, to try out for them by some of the coaches, but was never able to do it because there is financials that have to go into it. And a lot of travels that sometimes you can't, you can't do. Right. And so like, I, I think I would have been able to play on those teams. And if you're on those teams, that's where you get like the people reaching out about scholarships and all that stuff. Right. Yeah. So that's the cycle that it goes through, but I never did those things. Well, I never made it that far i guess in soccer i played peewee soccer and peewee baseball and I, I did football like for a week until i learned that yeah i could get hurt even though like mm-hmm. I, I people asked me throughout my growing up like oh you should have played football um but um yeah with with the traveling i guess i, I was thankful with tennis uh i got to that was my sport that i traveled with yeah. and i i was thankful that you know it was maybe like once a month like somewhere nearby and like tennis rackets i guess are expensive but like once you have one you're kind of good to go like you and i i I, in hindsight i like that i chose and pursued tennis because Mm -hmm. i look at like the kids who did baseball and pursued that and like yeah like that that can add up pretty pretty damn quick but like for me they they like threw me in the back of a pickup truck with a bunch of other tennis players and like sent me to shreveport for the weekend and like we played tennis and like um so yeah, I, I totally get that, and in and, and hindsight, yeah, as a parent, holy shit, like yeah, all that travel you willing to throw into a kid, you know, for a sport that like they're even aware that they're not really yeah. probably gonna go. No offense, you know. I, yeah, I, 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 as soon as I tasted football in real life, I knew I couldn't make it. Yeah, yeah I mean, you know, and as uh, as Larry Nance has always pointed out, like he's 1% of 1%, you know what I mean? Like they're one percenters, any professional athlete, you, you look at them, even the worst ones you think are like, man, why is this person on my team? Cause they don't play like that person would yeah. eat any of us alive at whatever sport they wanted to do. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's it's crazy. Well, yeah, it's the commitment too. Um, I I distinctly remember like the conversation that I had with my coaches that I was you know looking at potential like arm surgery to correct like tennis elbow and shit, um, or like you know you're not going to be even a college level player. Like you're just going right. to max out at like winning a couple states championships or something. Yeah. Um, and so like that was kind of definitely my like okay, it's time to not spend money on this anymore and start finding some like hobbies that a real person can do (laughs) yeah no i i'm I'm thankful that that realization hit me so i guess that hit you around the same time too like i mean well i mean i still play soccer yeah well like yeah you can pick that up recreational like with soccer uh golf and tennis like all yeah exactly all those things yeah i mean i still play them but yeah i mean like i never pursued it to that point right Mm -hmm. um you know, who knows if I would have done some of the select stuff, maybe I could have done something right. And I would have had the proper training. Who knows? You know what I mean? Do you, do you like, um, and I, I, I patted myself on the back of the one year that I, I probably could have made all-stars as a peewee. I was like playing first base. I was a big kid. I, I maybe could have gotten noticed. One uh-huh. of the kids I did play with ended up going on to like play for LSU and like getting on like a minor league team. But like, I, I don't think I ever wanted that. Yeah, path. that sounded like a lot of work. I had a lot more fun and did a lot more stupid shit in the path that I took. Yeah, I mean that sounds that sounds about right. I'll tell you this: when yeah. I played little league, little league baseball, um, a, a memory we were at batting practice or something, and and um, so the the league that I was playing was this. It's called we called it farm league, and so the coach would pitch, but there would be a pitcher who I was the pitcher, so I would stand on the mound just in case, right? So you would still be the pitcher, right? Yeah, we had coach pitch, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, but I would still be right there. And so a guy took one and like nailed it straight into my face. Right. And I remember this, um, this guy grew up to eventually, uh, play for the university of Tennessee in football and was like a a defensive lineman for the Atlanta Falcons at one point. He was a bread for sports. He was a, he was a large, large person. And, uh, I'll never forget that. It was like, and he would come on and like, he'd be playing for the Falcons or something and be like, yeah, he hit me in the face with a baseball. Yeah, I took a ball from him once. Yeah, I did it. I did um, it. Yeah. So that injury didn't deter you or anything like that wasn't no. like, okay. Um, no. so I just gotta, I, I gotta ask, um, if, if, you know, money weren't like an issue and in hindsight's 2020 and everything, but like, ranking yourself against the other kids you were with at the time do you think you you like were like could you I, I think I could have done something yeah okay. I think I could have I like I come from a very a pretty athletic family and like if I would have had the correct cha- training I mean I don't think I would have gone pro but I think I could have yeah. gone I think I could have played college ball somewhere that's, yeah. that's where you know and that probably would have been my extent of playing college ball somewhere but that uh, that obviously comes with a, a lifestyle change if once you're yep. a student athlete, for sure. I, yep. I enjoyed my college experience. Um, did you enjoy your college experience with soccer being more of a recreational thing? Yeah, I mean, but I my college experience was not normal. I, w- I It took me a long time to do anything. So I yeah, but yeah, I was always constantly playing either in rec leagues or or like, a, you know, if I if I was in college at the time, I was playing with a, some team, you know, like a uh rec team there okay so do you i mean is there any friendships or long-term things that have come out of that uh, that you can recall yeah i mean for a while i mean like there's still a handful of people that i'll keep in touch with that i met through like soccer tryouts and stuff right and it's like 
I know this person, you know, I mean, that's kind of how we became friends. We were both there and, and it's like, we just started hanging out and chatting and that's kind of the way it ended up. Um, I'm ashamed that I haven't asked yet. Uh, what position in soccer <laughs> did you play? I mean, it depends. Like it was yeah, yeah. mostly midfield, okay. but yeah. Yeah. I, the only, the only time I guess that's a, a reasonable question is if someone's like a goalie or not, <laughs> like, yeah. that's like an actual, like, Oh, I play goalie. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's what I did in Pee Wee League. I was the yeah. the bigger of the kids, so they put me in the goal. Yeah. Um, and a lot of those goalies don't even want to play goalie. I enjoyed it because I didn't have to run too much. Uh, and around the same time, man, I was such a, a fucking wuss as a kid. Around the same time that I got uh, hit in football and was like, okay, I'm, I'm done. Then this flag football and I still get it. I'm, I, I'm not looking forward to real football. I got my finger like dislocated and playing goalie mm-hmm. as a kid mm-hmm. and like you know, it's frightening when it first time happens to you as a child, but you know, like pop right back into place and like didn't even hurt by the end of the day. But that was yeah. like, I was like, no, I think I'm, I think I'm done with soccer too. <laughs> like t- yeah, tennis yeah. balls. I, there is a very small chance of like me getting like dislocated fingers from a tennis ball. That's true. That's true. Maybe one in the eye, but like other than that. Yeah. I, I don't think I've ever taken a tennis ball to the eye, but I've definitely taken uh, I mean, it was a weird punishment. It, like, I guess a hazing would be the word to describe it at like tennis camps. Like, so like <laughs> if you fuck up or like you did something wrong, you'd have to go to the other side and like bend over and like the coach would be, like take a couple serves at a, at you. Yeah. That and, seems, like, that seems legit. Yeah, you know, again, looking back. Eh. Yeah. But I mean, it was fun at the time. Like we all, like all these kids are like, Oh, I guess I'm going to get smacked yeah. with some tennis ball. What well, sounds like wall ball. I don't know if you ever did that when you're right. Yeah. You, yeah. It was, yeah. Ball, it was right? exactly like wall ball. You didn't get, uh, didn't do the right fucking thing, but yeah. I would not, I, I got hit in the ankle with a baseball real hard one time. And that was kind of mm-hmm. another, like uh, even baseball is kind of like a little baseball. Um, but yeah, no, when my arm started failing me, that's kind of when I, I dipped all out. Yep. Um, but that's cool that you were like able to kind of keep it up at a steady pace, like from mm-hmm. uh, from what it sounds like high school throughout college. Yeah. Yeah. And I continue to play like and I'm in um, there's Crescent City soccer around New Orleans, which I play I play in a couple leagues there. I actually have a game later tonight. Oh, dope. Well, uh, sorry to keep you. No, you're not. You're, I promise. Meditating you're, or warming up. <laughs> no, you're. We're we're way long way from that. It's it's a late cool. nine o'clock game. Oh, um, nice. Because you know that's what they do. Nine o'clock on a Thursday. That's fucking awesome that people are willing to go and do something at nine o'clock on a Thursday together. Like, yeah. and it, it and I hate not to say it in any sort of way, but like with no stakes, like this is yeah. clearly just, oh, yeah, 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 we're yeah. all here for fun. Like there's, there's nothing that like we've committed to other than there's, just like, there's a handful out there that, that don't think it's, we're there for fun, but this is select few. Oh, you need those people who take it seriously <laughs> though. They're the ones who are going to keep the books Ooh. and like, remember the numbers and everything. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so, um, if you don't mind me asking, how long, uh, were you in college? Off and on. I mean, like off and on. So I went to Mississippi state for a year, uh-huh. uh, and then I went to a community college for a couple of years for three years. And then I went to middle Tennessee state for a year, um, and eventually graduated from university of Southern Mississippi. Um, and oh, okay. then I, yeah. And then I uh, got my graduate degree uh, at University of New Orleans. So all in all, it took from your journeyman, your college yeah, journeyman. Pretty um, much. Out of all those uh, colleges and stops, um, did any of the teams, did any of the sports fandom fan bases, did, did you latch on to any of them or 
So, yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I, I kind of like Mississippi State just being from yeah. the area. I'm uh, so I this is how I do my Mississippi dom. Uh, my fandom is I, I rank them from I do USM first because they were the school I finished from and the school. Um, of course, right now they're struggling with the with all the Brett favor news. <laughs> oh, what a weird, fun story. I know it's topical, but um, yeah. man. Yeah, what a dick man I, a, was he a dick or was he just trying to good old boy his way some money into the either way he's a dick he's he was never a good person <laughs> um but yeah usm right and they were always the lone one out and then and then and then my 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 if i always want all mississippi schools to play so if they were to start playing each other my rank is uh usm the mississippi state and Ole miss but i want all of them to win right like in 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 the end, but when it once it comes to the Egg Bowl, then I'm usually rooting for Mississippi State. Yeah, uh, there we go. Yeah, so yeah, but then but then if either of them play uh, USM, I would root for USM, but they won't play USM. Did middle Did Middle Tennessee have a college? Yeah, they. Yeah, I feel yeah, like yeah, I've yeah, seen they, their name pop up against like the Sun Belt teams. Yeah, they're in the they're in the Sun Belt now. Oh, perfect. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and they actually play USM uh, on a on a reg. Nice. Yeah. So, and there's uh, uh, there was uh, who is it? There's one professional. There's one NFL player that finished at MTSU that is in in the NFL right now too. I think okay. at least. Nice. I mean, you know, Kamara came out of Tennessee, so well, it's UT. Oh well, I knew it wasn't Mental Tennessee, but like, yeah, you know, you know, and I, I'm saying that, but Tennessee's killing it this year. Uh, yeah, back, but back when I was coming up, they were kind of more of a uh, huh. Uh, mm-hmm. that player came out of Tennessee. Wow. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, so cool. So all throughout college, you were like, and I'm going to assume you did like the intramural uh, rec leagues at all these different stops because what college doesn't have some yeah, sort of. For the most part. Yeah. I would do intramurals and stuff. Okay, cool. And so you ended up in new Orleans, obviously mm-hmm. um, it, that was uh, by choice. You wanted to be here. I'm, I'm going to. Yeah. 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 I, I went to- you were kidnapped and brought here. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I mean, both, right? Like Mm -hmm. somebody, somebody picked me up, put me here and it's like, well, I guess this is where I live now. Mm -hmm. Um, So you were obviously already a fan of the saints. Um, How did you feel like finally being in the city with the saints? Like, did that like make you like, Oh, I'm going to be at every game. I'm going to be tailgating every game. Well, I knew that I I knew that I couldn't get to every game. Right. But I knew that I was (laughs) was already a fan and I was already going to watch all the games. And the year that I moved would actually was actually the year that the the Super Bowl was here. So 2010. Nice. So I uh, man, at the time I had just moved. And so I didn't have a job. I wasn't in school yet. Right. For my master stuff. And so I biked down there and I would just go and ride around and and bike around all the the stuff and watch it. Yeah. And and see all that stuff, right? Which was pretty cool. So That's yeah, dope, man. Um, does your does your family like now kind of abuse you as like, hey, we're coming to watch the Saints game. <laughs> we're coming, we're coming down they there. All, not really. I mean, they all live. They don't live here. So yeah. and usually, like, I meet up with some friends or go to a friend's place or hang out there, right? Um, yeah. So. Um, I guess I'm I'm kind of in the same boat. But uh, if LSU ever plays in the dome, I definitely get a call from my parents. Yeah. <laughs> like we're we're coming down. Uh, yeah. you better pull that couch out for us, but yep, yep. <laughs> All right, cool, man. So, like, you you obviously love the Saints from an early age, and you are now here in New Orleans, finally getting to experience it live. Uh, you're loving it, right? Um, and so, were you? I guess now I'm gonna 
partially jump into the next point of conversation. Uh, I know you through basketball. Like that's, yep. that's, I mean, I know you through comedy and our work in comedy, yeah. but like we we've more or less bonded more as friends through basketball. Mm-hmm. Um, were you ever a basketball fan before you got to new Orleans or was that kind of just like being in a big city with a team finally thing? It's a little of both, right? So some like early fond memories. Again, remember, I like I love stories and I love competition. Mm. So when I was growing up and in the like the 90s, watching Michael Jordan was just like, you know, watching watching the Bulls, watching Michael Jordan was just fascinating to me. Right. And anybody that dominates their sport is super fascinating. Right. Because we talk about like these athletes and, you know, like a professional, a normal, a regular average professional athlete is so much more talented and gifted than we can ever imagine. And then you have these people who change the game forever. (laughs) And that just like blows me away. So I just remember watching Michael Jordan, just always rooting for the bulls. Right. But that didn't mean like I was a bulls fan. I was a fan of like Michael Jordan. Mm -hmm. And so I was uh, always a fan of like, sports and, 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 and a fan of like basketball. And then it just kind of like trailed off a little bit. Um, I didn't have anybody to latch on. I never latched on to like LeBron as much. Um, and then, yeah, so I moved here and, you know, I was like, man, I love, I love this stuff. Uh, and I'd like to go and kind of like check it out, you know? And so I, I guess I, I got a, a ticket to a game with a friend or something and went and was just like, you know, your eyes just light up and you're like, man, this is so much fun. And then again, like when I moved, so that was, yeah. And so like when I started going was kind of like right around um, the heyday of like Anthony Davis mm-hmm. and, and all this, like when we started getting our tickets and I'm like, man, like just looking at it, this is going to be really good. And so then I started thinking about like what could happen in the next couple of years. I'm like, man, I want to get in on this because if they start doing well, it could be kind of like the saints, right. Mm -hmm. And it's something else that's fun. And, and then I can have, I can have these fun tickets, right. They never, it never happened up until hopefully like, you know, in current times, but like, but yeah. And that's kind of what happened is I started watching and then I started rooting and I was like, Oh, this is what they could do. And they've got all these people, right. With, you know? And so like, it was fun to watch and yeah, it was a good time. Um, I was here. Yeah. I don't remember when did they flip over from the Hornets to the Pelicans? Do you know what year that was? <sighs> I should remember. Is it 08 or. Was it before? Yeah. I want to say 08. I think 08 right. I want to say like, right. As I graduated high school, they yeah. changed yeah. um but man like I, it may have been later like i'm 2011 yeah. sticking out in my brain like real hard for some yeah. reason i'll have to go pull it up and uh, correct it and uh commit it yeah. to memory because that's that's like a piece of like new orleans sports knowledge i should know off the top i know of me head. too i do the same thing i'm like i should know when they became the hornets yeah um, um but i gotta i gotta admit uh, we uh, and i think a lot of us in our generation share the same story at least in regard to how basketball influences growing up is that we were exposed to michael jordan yeah. and, like that was like a hook yeah. I mean, anyone who can play basketball with Bugs Bunny, like I want to yeah. I want to go just right. at least I want to go see that sport on a professional level. Yeah. Um. So for me, yeah, I didn't really I wasn't a huge basketball fan. Like, I, I think I maybe went to like one or two LSU basketball games when I was there as a student. Um, yeah. But when I got to New Orleans, uh, I, I was too always a big fan of sports. Um. But I went to a game with some friends who lived here. And they kind of knew the ins and outs of like the Smoothie King Center and like, I guess, how to be a good fan. Yeah. Um, And I will say the experience from any foot like LSU or the Saints, like there's a big tailgate aspect to it. And that's not so much so with 
right. basketball. And I like that. I appreciate like, you no, know, you go for the game. The game kind of is the tailgate. You enjoy it. Uh, a live NBA game is fucking amazing. I enjoyed that so much. Um, and I guess like you, I kind of realized like this, this team is early. Like they hit the reset button and I guess I could buy in early. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I saw it when you did, I guess, because we obviously signed up for group tickets at the same time. Yeah. Um, like we saw Anthony Davis and uh, Bookie Cousins get signed, and we're like, "Holy shit! This new then, team in New Orleans is uh, uh might be a thing." And the season tickets are a hell of a lot cheaper than the Saints. That's right. So that's I guess right. I guess it for me it was kind of my way of giving like acknowledging that I am a sports fan and giving back to uh, the new city of New Orleans, knowing that I couldn't be like what I wanted to be with the Saints. Like I, I can't do season tickets with the Saints. Um, I guess I could, but I'd be sitting in like the fucking nosebleeds. Yeah. It'd be terrible seats. Um, but with the Pelicans it, at the time, it was really cheap. And since then, we we as season ticket holders have been main, able to maintain like pretty good deals year to year. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Right. Like, yeah, I mean, we haven't we've always been in the lower bowl. Uh, yeah. We've never been like upper deck. And like you can always get like and at that time. Right. I mean, you could get cheaper tickets. Right. And then, you know, and then things happen where like, of course, when they made the playoffs and they they swept Portland and it was just one of those things. magical so, moments. Yeah, dude, we're getting to see those history and stories like play out before our eyes. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like and that's exactly that's exactly it. Right. You go and you see that. Right. And then now you start thinking about how how big and important that was and, and those things. Right. And how big yeah. and how big. Right. And again, like we, we talk about stories and like what's what like how we, we we don't ignore the story how big and important like the saints are to new orleans right since katrina and you know and and even ida recently right and like how important that is for for the community and how much yeah and how important it is right and that's that's another thing that you love right and that's part of the story of like this this thing right and they play the falcons and they walk <laughs> the punt and it's just like in the superdome and it's like like you can't, you can't write that. You know what I mean? There's no way you can write something like that. And you get to get to see that. Right. Yeah. I, that's man. Yeah. I, I couldn't agree more. Like there is really an important just story aspect to it and more so than just the community. Cause like, what does a community draw itself to the history, the tradition, the story. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I guess, you know, me personally, I wasn't here for Katrina and I was never really a saints fan until I was in new Orleans. So like, I didn't really appreciate the new the saints history specifically until i learned a little bit about it and even still i don't feel like that connection to it that i i see in other people who've been here for a long time Mm -hmm. i I, you can feel it for sure but um with the pelicans specifically and i guess now i can talk in things we Mm -hmm. can relate on uh anthony davis was one of those characters and part of the story that drew us in right we kind of we we started reading and picking up this story because of him and then a few years later he fucking bails on us and now now i'm even more committed to the story that's exactly (laughs) right now i'm even and and i'm not trying to compare like us losing anthony davis to like katrina and oh yeah yeah no 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 nobody's doing that as far as the story goes, like, holy shit. Like, yeah. no, I, I, I kind of didn't, I didn't even think about it that way. Like, I, I guess I saw it as a portrayal to a community before, like a story that I can just appreciate as a story. Yeah. Cool. Well, I mean, but it's both, right. It is a betrayal to this community, right? He, that's part of the story now. It is exactly right. But it's all part of it. Right. And it builds up to this history and without him leaving, like I can't even name all the players that we have received because of him. Right. We are in the position we are because <laughs> he said, that's all folks. 
Yeah. Now I feel like if we keep talking, this is going to turn into a Pelicans podcast. Specifically. It is. Um, and uh, I honestly, I do want to, uh, not to do spoiler alerts or anything. That is one of the things I've kind of been wanting to do is do like a Pelican specific uh, podcast with people who I, I go to the that. games with. Um, I'll see if I commit to it, who knows. Um, but yeah, so that I guess brings us all up to today so like from golf to like peewee league baseball and soccer like that's really cool that you um again i i i, I hope you uh, i guess understand the phrasing but like you maintained like a really good like pace that like wasn't deterring and it allowed you to like mm-hmm. kind of live your life very easily and still be very connected to a sport and just like the recreational way you approach soccer like you know yeah, I, you- I know it may have not been by choice or preference but like it, I think it ended up being good for you. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. Right. I've always, I've always loved sports, you know I mean? So I've always loved playing and being out there. I'm very, I'm a very active person. I like moving and I like running and I like doing all those things. So it just made sense to be able just to kind of like get out there and just keep playing until, until like, cause at some point I'm not going to be able to play anymore. Right. And it's a, uh, it's just that thought, so you're going right? to be playing golf with grandkids. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. 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 Golf with grandkids. That's what yeah. I'm doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, buddy. Um, well, uh, that kind of brings us to the end. I know the, our sports story doesn't end here and I, I will surely talk to you about more sports things in the future, but, um, I thank you for sitting down with me on just say no. I think, um, that's a really beautiful perspective you have on sports. Uh, I never really thought of it specifically as a story i I think i tried to break it down a little too much and um that's very refreshing so hell yeah brother thank you for coming on well i'm glad that i can bring out the perspective and i love being here man love you and i'm excited about um excited about the pels yeah Um, baby it's gonna be fun fuck yeah the season's coming up uh love you too brother um this is your time now for uh your payment for being on the show in a way um do you have anything you'd like to plug to my handful of listeners (laughs) they're they're a loyal they're a loyal batch they're loyal there's not many but they're loyal I love a loyal batch of folks. Um, I think you mentioned it already. I'm a co-founder. Uh, me and um, one of my best friend, uh, Carrie, we started Big Couch. Mm-hmm. So go check out BigCouchNola.com. We put on shows. We teach classes for improv. We do improv comedy. We do short form shows. All that stuff. We got it all on the, on the internets. Um, and then if, you know, if anything else, find me and talk Pelicans or sports or whatever. <laughs> I'm, I'm here. I love it. I love it. Yeah, this uh, athletic boy loves the story of sports. That's right. All right, my dude. Uh, Thank you very much. Uh, This has been Just Say No on the No Sports Podcast. See you next time, team.